Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Mom's Game 2, the podcast. I am Myesha, and this week we are talking about mom guilt. The good, the bad, and the ugly. If that is something that you have ever dealt with, would like to break down just a little bit more from my perspective, keep listening. Welcome back to the weekly catch up. So this week, this past week, we've had lots of doctor's visits. The seven-year-old has croup or had croup. She has fought off the infection part, but this cough is holding on for dear life and nothing really seems to be helping. So we're just honey, tea, hot showers, steam baths, and praying for the best. Lots of liquids. The 11-year-old had her updated x-rays for her scoliosis. Her scoliosis is holding steady. It's not getting worse. It's not getting better. It's just, it's at where it's at, which is a good thing. So yay for that. And my Pitbull is fighting off some sort of infection. Vet doesn't know what it is, but he seems to be fine. He was kind of sick like a week and a half ago, but he seems to have fought whatever it is he's got going on all on his own, which is fantastic. Uh, I started my fourth, fourth lock journey. I combed out my last set of locks because I wanted something that was more uniform and smaller. I think I'm much, much happier with this. I got micro locks. So I think I'm much happier with the start of this journey and going to a loctician to get my hair done versus being responsible for doing it myself is definitely so much better. I'm so excited about that. My truck Uh, is having a suspension issue, the joy, love vehicles, but hopefully that'll all work itself out in the next week or so. Um, Either it'll be going to the dealership to get fixed or we'll be taking it to Volvo to get it fixed, but either way it'll get fixed because gotta have the vehicle, right? Right. I have not set up an active streaming schedule yet, but Considering the podcast comes out on Monday, I am thinking that we will be doing, and by we, I mean me and the kids when they're home. I will be doing streaming Wednesday mornings is what it's looking like. Um, So I think that's where we're going with this. I'll let you guys know for sure, definitely. But beyond, beyond those things, we have been in my house working on wrapping up our summer projects that it is now fall and they're still done and realistically here in upstate new york it it might as well be winter time we've already gotten our first snow over it already but it is what it is right so my husband finished the majority of the downstairs bathroom today he has a couple more things that he needs to finish we need to get some different uh 
trim plates for the shower handles and then just swap out the the faucet and a couple of other things in our downstairs bathroom and that will be completely updated super excited for that because i do miss having another working shower in the house that the kids can use and then we will be working on finishing up the bathroom that he built us in our bedroom so excited about that because right now it's just a shower it's not a whole bathroom so i am so excited for these two these are really the last two projects in the house that we need to wrap up and that's really it for the weekly update we've just been kind of chilling working on getting our stuff done nothing really major the kids have been pretty calm considering that the seven-year-old has been sick and she is my normal source of comedy um it, it's it's been pretty mild uh <laughs> i was cooking the other day story time I was cooking the other day and the kids were in the living room playing and I was overwhelmed. It was just a lot of noise. They weren't doing anything wrong. They were just playing and it was really loud and the TV was going and the dogs were being dogs. And so it was just, it was a really loud day and I was getting really overwhelmed. And I was looking for my headphones and I couldn't find them. Just a total overwhelm, right? And my super duper adorable 11 year old grabs one of my hoodies. Uh, shout out to Erica Mason, not sponsored, but her music, amazing. She is a Christian rapper, not my usual thing, but her music, amazing. So if you haven't listened to her music, you should go check her out. I will link to her YouTube in the description and her website, because this is where I got the hoodie from. So I have one of her hoodies and it says, XL, you got this on the front. And I had been wearing it the day before it was hung over the back of the sofa. So my 11 year old sees that I'm struggling in the kitchen, trying to cook dinner and focus with all the noise that's going on. And she brings me the sweater and she shows me the front and she goes, mom, it's okay. And she hands me the sweater with the exhale you got this like right in my face yeah i about broke down in tears this kid is she's very perceptive when it comes to you know me having really really bad anxiety and struggling with all the noise in the house and the overwhelm like she's very perceptive about those things it doesn't stop her from being loud but it does allow her to kind of take a step back and say, okay, mom, I see that, you know, this is bothering you. This is stressing you out. And she'll come and give me a hug to let me know she understands. It's very sweet. And I love her so much for it. She is a great kid. All that to say that I know as parents, as moms, we think that maybe our kids don't understand when we are stressed out or overwhelmed or just have a lot going on in our head and we tend to tell our kids nothing's wrong, it's fine. But if you talk to your children, like I talk to my kids all the time about you know, things that are going on with me, they don't feel blame or shame because I never do I blame them for my anxiety, my overwhelm, or the things that are going on with me. But I definitely talk to them about it. You know, 
mom is struggling right now. Mom isn't really able to handle the noise right now. So I'm going to go this way so you guys can enjoy what you're doing. We do that a lot. But if you speak to your kids about how you're feeling, the things that are going on, how you're handling them, your kids will surprise you and how much they are, they care for one, because realistically kids only care about themselves. Let's be real, but they care and how they adjust to take care of you when they see that you are struggling is amazing. So just my little tidbit from the 11 year old who is doing her best to make sure that, um, she's just aware, which I think is awesome because most kids, they, they may be aware, but they are aware in a sense that they're just kind of doing what they want to do anyways. But my seven-year-old or my 11-year-old is always right there with understanding and love. And it makes me so happy to know that, you know, in some ways, you know, I'm responsible for that because I have taught her and I have made sure that I've spoken to her about things and she gets it. And so that is amazing. And that's, that's it for the weekly catch up. There really wasn't much. A very heartwarming story about my kid and her letting me know that she loves me, but nothing else. Not really. Anyway. (laughs) All right, you guys. So let's get into this week's episode. Let's talk about mom guilt that pesky thing that we all feel from time to time whether it's because you don't think you're spending enough time with your kid or if you raised your voice and you feel bad about it some things just can't be helped and I know that is not the easiest thing to hear but it doesn't mean that you're a bad mom I know for me I internalize so much when I make dinner because it's something that I'm really craving, but I know my kids aren't going to eat it. Mom guilt makes me make two meals or make sure that my kids have something there that they will eat before I make something that I'm going to love for just me. Mom guilt wreaks havoc on my emotions when I am in the middle of some really high anxiety or I'm completely overwhelmed and overstimulated and a kid asks me a question and I get snappy. Typically, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, mom guilt is a perceived wrong, not necessarily something that you do wrong. Your kids usually don't see it. Your spouses usually don't see it. The only person who sees that you're not meeting your personal expectations or standards is you. And you create all these situations in your head. And by you, I mean me, because this is definitely my whole life. You create all these situations in your head and all of these storylines in your head with you as the bad guy because your kid forgot his coat or your kid didn't shower one night, or 
you forgot to have your kid brush your teeth after having candy or you're not spending enough time with them. You are not available as you would like to be. And all of these things cause you to have some form of mom guilt. And it's ridiculous for the most part because these are all, you know, perceived slights. These are all personal expectations, not expectations that your kids are putting out there, your spouse is putting out there. These are guilt trips that you send yourself on. You literally give your all to your family by being a stay-at-home mom. You go above and beyond for everyone in your household. It is okay for you to take time for yourself. I feel guilty when I dip off into my room to play my video games for a bit. I feel guilty when I sit on the couch and play video games with my kids because I know that they would be preferring to do something else, but I want to play my video games and the TV is in the living room and we haven't put TVs in the bedrooms yet, or at least a TV in my bedroom because the kids aren't getting TVs in their rooms. So I can't go in my room and play. I can play on my Switch, but a lot of times I want to play on the Xbox. And I can't do that because it's connected to the TV. Although I am about to fix that. I'm going to hook it up to a monitor so that I can play and not take over the TV. (laughs) My kids will be thrilled. But I know that as moms, we just take it all in and it's all our fault, right? But it's not. Everything that happens is not your fault. And you don't have to feel guilty for it. And that's what we're talking about today. We are talking about mom guilt as a whole. What it is, how it is, and how you can kind of work through it. Because I think there's always going to be some form of mom guilt for people, for most people. Most moms have mom guilt. And I think that there's always going to be some form of that mom guilt if you are a person who suffers from mom guilt. And I don't think that there is truly a way to get, but I don't think that there's really a way for you to overcome it. Overcome is the word that I was looking for because you're fighting yourself. At the end of the day, you're fighting yourself. You have set up all of these expectations for yourself and your life and your kids. And when those expectations are not met, you feel guilty. But because they're all personal expectations and they're not anything other than that, you're, you're fighting yourself with your mom guilt. And that, that's me. I, I fight myself with my mom guilt consistently. It is never ending. I'm currently sitting at my office feeling guilty because my kids got home from school an hour and 20 minutes ago. My girls did. And I'm not home. I'm at my office because my husband's home from work today. So I chose to spend the day working instead of being home when they got home. And the guilt is eating me up. And the only reason I'm still here is because I'm waiting for my oldest to get off work so I don't have to drive back literally across the street from my office to pick her up from work an hour after I get home because I was going to go home to get the girls off the bus and then I chose not to to stay and work while I waited waited for the oldest to get off work but the guilt of being here instead of there is horrific it is horrific and it's all perceived guilt because I spoke to my husband and he's fine he's at home like I said finishing up our summer um updates to the house 
getting ready for winter time and he encourages me to be here that doesn't change the fact that i feel guilty for being here but he encourages it and that's kind of what i'm talking about it's it's all a mental thing so you guys that's my experience with mom guilt let me know in the comments what are your experiences with mom guilt do you agree that most mom guilt is something that is self-induced they are personal expectations that you feel that you are failing at? Or do you think that there's something more to it than that? Let's talk about it in the comments. So let's talk about how you having mom guilt affects you, your kids, and your relationships. Because like I know my seven-year-old she sees it like she'll see me being overwhelmed or overstimulated whether it's the kids are talking and it's just really loud or there's just a lot of noise or I just have a lot of things going on in my head and I'm trying to focus and I can't if I'm sitting on the couch seven-year-old goes she grabs our snuggle blanket because we have a blanket specific to our snuggle time and she looks at me and she goes can we snuggle because we've talked about her just jumping in my lap and how that's really triggering for me so i need her to say something before she jumps in my lap so now she stops and she asks she'll grab the blanket she'll wrap it around her shoulders and she'll be like can we snuggle or she'll come and she'll walk up to me and she'll be like mom i think your snuggle battery needs to be refilled or recharged and she will client will snuggle and that's how my seven-year-old uh kind of balances out my overwhelm and of course, that is just a whole nother level of guilt because I feel like I'm transferring my anxiety over to my kids. Like, it's so bad. But it's not. At the end of the day, she's just saying, hey, I want to snuggle with my mom and you're just sitting here doing nothing because I cannot see your brain working at 10 million miles a minute. And so since you're just sitting here doing nothing, I would like to snuggle with you. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the fact that she thinks I'm a bad mom or she thinks that there's something wrong. Literally has nothing to do with that. And that's something that I have to remember that things that I perceive as me being a bad mom, most of the time they don't perceive that. They just think I'm tired or I need a break or they know when they're being loud and they know that it drives me nuts. Like I'm not good with a lot of noise, but I keep my loop earplugs in, not sponsored, or I keep my earphones in and kind of filter out the noise. That's how I deal with it. But all of my kids have a different level of letting me know that I am showing outward signs of being anxious, being overwhelmed, and that makes me feel guilty. That guilt leads to anxiety. That guilt leads to depression. My mom guilt, along with moving and my relationship issues and just, you know, dealing with things as a whole kind of is what spiraled me into my anxiety and depression and where it is now. I'm, you know, I'm better now than I was five years ago, but I'm still struggling on a daily basis with those things. And my mom guilt is one of the things that shoved me into being anxious all the time. 
mom guilt, feeling guilty about not feeding my kids the best food, feeling guilty about being present the way I should be, feeling guilty about giving some of my time and energy to running a business versus them that extra time. Feeling guilty about going to the gym because I could be spending that extra time cooking and cleaning and taking care of the household or being with my kids. But also knowing that I need to take care of myself and need time away from them to be a good mom. That spins into my mom guilt. My kids see it. They see that I feel guilty. My kids ask me, when are you going to your office? Like, you haven't been to your office in weeks. What are you doing? And it's like, I go to my office, but I want to spend time with you guys and watch Once Upon a Time. Or I want to spend time with you guys and, you know play video games or go outside and play or clean the house or whatever it is that we're doing. And I would much rather do that than go to my office. And they see that I feel guilty about my perceived not giving them my all when in reality they get 100% of me. Very rare that I am not there with them. Very rare that I'm not there with them a perceived thing. It's all a personal expectation that I set for myself. I'm failing. And we as moms do that so much because we carry the weight of everything. This is not to say that dads do not, because don't get me wrong, dads carry a whole nother level of expectations for themselves and a whole nother level of guilt and anxiety when the expectations that they've set for themselves are not being met. Like, I know this. I I talked to my husband about it. I talked to his father about it. I've talked to my father about it. I've talked to my brother-in-laws about it. Like, all have, and, and their guilt and anxiety always set around fighting. Like, that, I don't know why that is I do know why that is. That's usually what their their parental guilt is surrounding is fighting. Make enough money. Do we have enough things? Are they giving enough? Is it harming the family that they work so much? Like those are those are usually the parental guilt surrounding dads. So all of that to say that. While your parental guilt, your mom guilt, I don't want to say it affects your children and your relationship, but your kids see it. We are not hiding it as well as we think we are. Sorry. It's just, we're not. Our kids see it. They know exactly what it is we're going through. They know exactly what it is that we're struggling with. Now, whether they are openly like my kids and will come and address it, or if they just continue going on with their day and doing what they're doing, you know, that's dependent on the kid. My girls are much more nurturing than my son who just tells me to go away. And he doesn't, he doesn't see the level of anxiety and the mom guilt like my kid, my girls do. Focused on him, which is fine. It's, there's nothing wrong with that. But my girls, they're such nurturing souls. And I definitely feel like my mom guilt sets the tone for 
our relationships and not in a good way. Yes, they are caring. Yes, they notice when I'm overwhelmed and stressed out, but that's, it's not the torch for them to bear. And I don't feel like it's good for them. As I said earlier, I don't, I don't overcome mom guilt. Let me know if you think you can overcome mom guilt, because I, like I said, it's all perceived things. It's not something that's set in stone. It's all personal. It's all perceived. It's all internal. How do you really overcome that? I mean, we're going to talk about some ways that you can lessen it. And I don't want to say overcome it because I feel like that's not really accurate, but definitely some that you can work through it. So before we go on, my question to you is, what are your views on mom guilt? How do you, how do you feel about it being something that you can overcome or something you can lessen? Do you think it's something that every mom deals with? Let me know in the comments below your thoughts on my perception of mom guilt. So let's talk about ways to lessen the amount of mom guilt that you feel. And if you've listened to the other episodes of this podcast, or if you've seen anything that I've posted on my blog, then you will know that the number one thing is self-care. I have found that taking care of myself, I am less likely to be overwhelmed and I am more likely to be able to live up to my own expectations and therefore lessen the amount of guilt that I feel for not living up to my perceived expectations. So big surprise, self-care, always at the top of the list of ways to do better with the subject at hand. And so like we've talked about this, self-care, self-care as it relates to mom guilt for me is really being mindful, right? Taking mindful minutes, deep breaths, taking a step away, meditating. Those things are really helpful with me dealing with my mom guilt because that is how I combat the overwhelm and am able to put my best foot forward. So let me know what does self-care look like for you and how do you think that it aligns with your mom guilt? Do you feel like if you give yourself more time for self-care that you suffer from mom guilt less or do you think that it doesn't matter one way or the other. Let me know how you think that self-care can help your feelings of mom guilt. Next up, we're going to talk about setting boundaries because setting boundaries is definitely top tier for lessening your mom guilt. And let me tell you how. 
not even people in my household. This is setting boundaries for people outside of the household, my family members, my friends. I don't have any friends, but if I had friends, <laughs> for me, it's more my family. I really don't have any friends. That's a real life statement. All of my friends live far, far away. Uh, my best friend is my best friends. My two best friends are in California. And then my next best friend is in Tennessee. So like, I don't have any friends that are local to me. My best friends are all long distance friends, but setting boundaries with my family, letting them know, you know, yeah, I don't mind helping you out. I don't mind doing for you. However, I have to be able to do for my family too. I have to be able to keep up with the things that I'm doing. And I can't do that if I am giving you the time that I would usually use for myself or my family. So setting those boundaries is like right there next to self-care. Having a support system. And this is maybe not the way that you typically think of a support system for me. Like I don't need somebody to come in and take care of my kids. I don't need, what I need is someone who I can go to and say, damn, this has been a week. Like, can we talk about how my dog has been throwing up for three days and I'm tired of cleaning it up? And I don't want to cook this week because I'm wore out because my dog isn't feeling good. And I'm overwhelmed because the kids are coming home screaming and I have been dealing with X, Y, and Z for the whole day. That's the support system that I personally need to those anxious feelings because they eat me alive. And I have that support system. I can reach out to any of my friends at any point in time and be like, yo, can we just talk about how hard mom life is for me right now or how hard wife life is for me right now? And they will listen to me and then they will tell me either I get it, if things are hard, you know, maybe try X, Y, Z. Or girl, pull yourself up by your bootstraps because what you're talking about is just the day to day and you just need to schedule more. Get off your phone because I am an avid get lost in scrolling for 30 minutes at a timer. Get off your phone and get your stuff done and you'll find that you're having an easier time. I love my support system for that right there because my support system will literally tell me, okay, yeah, girl, you need to take a break. And I love that about my support system. Like I will never complain about that. It's amazing. But when I say have a supportive environment, that is literally what I mean. To work through any feelings that you are having about life, about you feeling like you're not living up to whatever expectations and why you feel guilty about that. Get you somebody who you can be real with, right? Get you somebody who you can talk to unequivocally about everything. Because I'm telling you, being able to get that off your chest, even if that's someone is a therapist, because my therapist hears it all. She is a saint and I love her to pieces because she hears it all. And sometimes it is a, okay, so how do we fix that? Like, what do you think we should be doing differently so that you're not feeling those things? And sometimes it's a, Maisha, you are tripping. Even if that support system, that person that you can get it all out to is just your therapist, get you a therapist if that's what you need. Get a best friend who will tell you when you are tripping and when you're not. 
that's that's my support system that's my supportive environment if i didn't have that i would struggle so much so shout out to my best friends who listen to me through all of my randomness because i would not be the person that i am without that supportive environment and bring it down because honey you can't do it all I mean, you can do it all, but you're going to do it all and struggle. So they help me bring my expectations of myself way down. And when my expectations comes down, surprise, surprise, my mom guilt is so much less because I am not expecting so much of myself. Therefore, I am not feeling like I am failing everybody because I don't expect that much. So those are things that I have found help me a lot. And the last thing that I am going to say about mom guilt is it is okay to mess up. Nobody's perfect in this life. However, curbing that mom guilt is all about understanding how you messed up and how you're going to move going forward. If you can get yourself to a place where you can accept that sometimes things are going to go wrong and then you can just plan to make moves differently the next time around or later on around or whatever the case may be that is going to be one of the biggest ways to help lessen your mom guilt so coming to grips with is literally the best way to curb your mom guilt and like I said, it won't always be sunshines and rainbows. It won't always be, it won't always be perfect, but you can lessen the amount of mom guilt that you have by having real, realistic expectations of yourself, because there are always going to be things that you feel guilty about not completing, completing wrong, getting wrong, doing wrong. There's always going to be those times where you just feel like what you did was wrong, wasn't enough, wasn't accurate, whatever the case may be. How you deal with that is how you deal with your mom guilt. So hopefully that helps. Uh, I know I did a lot of ranting about myself, but hopefully hearing my thoughts and my struggles with mom guilt helps you to understand that you're not alone. I guarantee you, it doesn't matter what it is that you're feeling, you're not alone. And there are ways to lessen the amount of guilt that you feel as a mom. You may not ever be able to get rid of your mom guilt, but you can definitely lessen how much mom guilt you're feeling. Hopefully you got some good tips about how to go about lessening the mom guilt that you feel in your life. So definitely let me know in the comments if you got some new ideas for how to lessen the mom guilt that you're feeling. And now I want to move into a new segment that we are going to be adding to our weekly run called This Week in Gaming. So the first game that I want to talk about is a game that was actually released last week. Uh, however, because this wasn't a thing last week, I did not get to mention it, but it's a big one. So I wanted to make sure I threw it in call of duty, modern warfare three got released on the 10th. Now, normally this is not a big deal for me because I am an Xbox switch PC player. However, 
This Call of Duty is on the Xbox. It's on PlayStation 4 or 5, on the PC, and then Xbox. So for all of us Xbox players who don't get to play Call of Duty because of that, we now have a Call of Duty for Xbox and I cannot wait to play this game. Cannot wait. I haven't played it as of yet. It got released today, but so excited for this. I could not find whether or not this Call of Duty is cross-platform, so I don't know if you'll be able to play with your friends on PlayStation, but for us who play on Xbox, so excited. So I can't wait to see what this looks like on the Xbox. The next game that I want to talk about, which is releasing on the 13th, is called Spirit T. Spirit T is pixel art game. It looks Stardew Valley-ish, but it is about a writer who escapes off into wherever and drinks some tea and now they see spirits along with regular world. I think it's going to be a really fun game. It looks really cute. Realistically, all you're doing is you're helping spirits and you're finding different hobbies and things to do. So think Animal Crossing, like you're catching bugs. They're, they even have karaoke. It's going to be so cute. And I can't wait to play this game. That releases on the 13th. Spirit Tea is releasing to the Switch and PC. Broken Roads is the next game. Broken Roads is coming out to Xbox and PC on November the 14th. It is a narrative-driven RPG post-apocalyptic setting game. I can't for the life of me get that word out tonight, so I'm sorry. But... <laughs> It looks like it's a lot of fun. You can have up to five people playing, it looks like. It does look like it is couch co-op. I couldn't find where it had online play, though it seems like it would have online play. That's just what makes sense to me. The way I read the things that I found on it, it made me think of Fable and the way that you have decisions to make that aren't necessarily good or bad, but will adjust your moral compass based on what you choose. So I'm kind of excited about that. It seems like it's going to be a really good game. Next up, we have Coral Island. So Coral Island has been out an early release for a while, but it is coming out of early release and going quote unquote full release. There are still things that they haven't added to the game yet that will still be added to the full game, but it is coming out of early release. Now, previously I played this game on the PC for a bit and then I'm not really sure what happened. I just stopped playing because I saw it on the Xbox and I was like, cool, I'll play on the Xbox. And then when I went back to play, when I went back to download it, it was gone already. So I didn't get to play, but it is releasing on the 14th to PlayStation, Xbox and PC. So I'm super excited about that. There is still no release date for the Switch, but 
it's supposed to be coming next year. So if you're waiting for the Switch release, you do have to wait a little bit longer, but I'm excited for this game. I did play for a bit when it was first released and it was a lot of fun. I, I just, I was busy and didn't really get into it. The one thing that I do want to mention for those who have been playing an early release, you are going to lose your save file. Now they did say that you do get to keep the gold that you have earned, but you do ask you do also have to start over. So that's kind of sucky, but the game was super cute, really diverse, and I did enjoy, I think I played it for like 30-ish minutes before life got hectic and I never went back to it. So super excited for that. Hogwarts Legacy is coming to the Switch. I am leery of this game because um, <laughs> we all remember the Mortal Kombat one fun fumble. It wasn't that long ago. The I'm I'm worried that Hogwarts is not going to play as good on the Switch as it is on Xbox, PlayStation Five, or you know. So we'll see. I probably won't buy it on my Switch. I'm not gonna lie. If I buy it, it's it's going on my Xbox. So, but it is releasing on the Switch for anyone who wants to grab that on the 14th. And also on the 14th releasing is. Karmazoo. That's on the PlayStation, the Xbox, Switch, and PC. Now, I'm not sure what exactly this game is, right? Like, it's a pixel art game, kind of, sort of. It is a cooperative platformer with up to 10 players. The game changes based upon the choices that you make. And you good and bad choices. So good choices give you good karma, unlocks new things. It is online and couch co-op. So, and it's cross-platform play. So it'll be a lot of fun. And I think that'll be a cute little game to play uh, when it releases on the 14th. And that is it for what is coming up in gaming this week. Hopefully this is a fun little segment that you guys enjoy. I am going to be including this from here on out. If you remember this podcast spun off of me uploading videos to YouTube, kind of died back from, but I will be starting to include them more. But I wanted to include these things on gaming for the moms who listen specifically for gaming things. We will have more gaming things coming up, but in the meantime, I did want to include this. And that wraps up episode four. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and share the podcast with your friends. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon Music. You can find Mom's Game 2 across social media. Facebook, I am Mom's Game 2. There is a private Facebook group, Mom's Game 2. Please answer the questions to get in the group. If you don't answer the questions, I won't let you in simply because I want to be able to point out the fact that you agreed to the rules, which are basically be kind, be respectful. We're just in there talking about games and having a good time. If you do something that is not along those guidelines. So answer the questions to get in the group. Instagram, I am Mom's Game 2. TikTok, Mom's Game 2. Twitter, Mom's Game 2. So 
just follow Mom's Game 2 all the way down. YouTube, Mom's Game 2. Twitch, Mom's Game 2. I will start streaming again eventually. Like I said, it's looking like it'll be Wednesday mornings. YouTube, I'm going to start uploading videos again fairly soon here. I have been working on a couple of things that I'm super excited about. So those things are going to come to pass too. Make sure you're following me along all platforms. And don't forget to leave a comment if you love the episode. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.